1: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, uh, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's Real Estate uh, Coaching Radio show.
2: Thank you. Great to be here. And uh, you and I were just kind of joking that uh, the topic for today is something that is so uh, well used, well proven, memorized by us, probably, hopefully by our coaches, that uh, it's a pretty important show today. So hopefully these guys are ready to take notes in a few minutes.
1: Yeah, it's it's basically part of our DNA. And what we're going to be talking about, guys, today is something very practical, the listing process. Um, and so we're going to be really deep diving into, uh, what is it, Julie, five, six steps of the specific seven. listing process. Seven. that's going to walk you guys through, write notes, take notes today. I know a lot of you brokers and office managers are using this for training for your agents. That's fantastic. But this is, you know, you guys know that our focus on these radio shows is to deliver maximum value, make it so that, you know, you can make money based on the what you're learning from our uh, radio show. You Make money, get yourself into a position where you can give service to others. And our three focused, you know, the three things we focus on the most is educating you guys, well, really motivating you guys, educating you, and then getting you into action. And based on the feedback that we get from all of you, and we have 100,000 regular listeners, basically, is that, you know, you guys are actually, you know, you're appreciating the fact that we're educating, motivating you, and getting you into action. So today's show is about something very practical. Um, it's about the listing process. It's about what you need to be doing every time you have a listing opportunity. So we're going to go through each of these seven points. And then we're going to give you little sub points for everyone. And you should post this on the wall. And this should be your roadmap every time you take a listing. Because all too often, what happens when you have a listing lead, is that it's sort of just, you know, you don't have a system. You don't have a a very consistent way of handling that seller. You don't have a consistent way of determining the motivation of the seller. You really don't have a system at all. So we're going to give you one today, so write this down and take great notes. Before we get to the first point, Julie, um, Mm -hmm. we have been receiving an absolute onslaught of interest in Real Estate Coaching Essentials. It's the coaching program that essentially we've developed for everyone. It's a program that everyone can enroll in. And here's, you know, just long story short, it's the most effective and most affordable coaching program that's ever been available for the real estate industry. You guys think I'm making that up? Well, you know, you essentially get literally hours and hours of videos, books, training manuals, done-for-you listing presentations, pre-listing packs, everything completely done for you. In addition to that, you get four semi-private coaching calls per month. In addition to that, if that wasn't good enough, you actually get a private call with one of our highly trained coaches once a month, and, all, and this is a six-month program. The total cost of the program is only $2,000 a month, or if you'd prefer – you can use our one of our uh, lending partners for our student approval program, our agent approval program, and you can actually finance the whole thing uh, for only $99 a month, and there's no payment for the first 30 days. You can pay it off at any time. So, you know, when we were putting this uh, real estate coaching essentials together originally years ago when we started actually making all the content because it's taken us like three years to get it all done and it's always being updated, it's never, you know, that's the thing that a lot of you guys seem to appreciate about, Appreciate about us is that we're always staying on the leading edge of uh, what's really, you know, effective in the real estate industry, and that's what Real Estate Coaching Essentials is. Well, when we first started developing this program, it was always our goal to make this, you know, in the back of our minds, Julie and I are always thinking, this is the program that we wish we would have had back when we started selling real estate right out of college. You know, there is no really one-stop shop for everything you need to know in order to learn how to build a successful real estate practice and longtime listeners you guys know that we have some of the most successful agents you know bravo tv stars for million dollar listing this and million dollar listing that we have some of these guys as our personal coaching clients and we've had them for years in your marketplace chances are um, at least a few of the top agents are our personal coaching clients and have been you know for maybe 10 years maybe even longer than that Bottom line is, is this is the same information that they've used to build their coaching, or their I always say coaching so that's in my mind, right? But this is the same information that they've used to build their real estate practices, and you can have immediate access to it, same exact content, presentations. We give you like over 50 lead generation ideas, and all this stuff, guys, is done for you. All you've got to do is just plug it into your business. Remember, education, motivation, getting you guys into action, it's all there. That's what Real Estate Coaching Essentials is. Very affordable program. If you guys want to enroll in the program right away, you can obviously email me direct, uh, directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com. dot com, or if you want to learn more about the program, you can go to AgentMillions.com dot com and attend one of the upcoming webinars. Either way, guys, this is what a lot of you have been, you know, essentially searching for. Give yourself a break about buying buyer leads. You need to move away from that because it's not going to work going forward. Think about what you want to accomplish in the next 12 months and 24 months, and how are you actually going to do it. Well, that's what Real Estate Coaching Essentials does for you. It sets out a very proven path for you to build your success. And by the way, it's, it's, it's affordable. It's something all of you guys can afford. $2,000 for six months or $99 um, a month if you want to use the financing. Everybody's approved, right? We made a deal with these lenders that every single one of you, no matter what your credit situation is, is approved. So there you get, there it is. I couldn't have made it any easier for you. So, Julie, today's topic is about the seven-step listing process. Why is it okay. important that these guys have a process when they're thinking about becoming listing agents or when they're listing agents and they're thinking about taking it to the next level?
2: Well, I think one of the main reasons is that it prevents you from reaching kind of the speed limit of what you can handle. Some of you guys mm-hmm. are more busy than you are productive. And what I mean by that is if you are getting – to be, you know, you've got two or three listings going at the same time and you feel like you can't handle any more, it's probably because you're not following any kinds of systems and you're backtracking to fill in the gaps. Gosh, you know, I've got to do this because, you know, I should have pre-qualified them and now I've got to clean up that. So just be careful with this type of thing that you are believing in the system for the sake of being able to handle more business more efficiently. You'll actually have more time when you follow systems than going through life winging it. So, it's for example, you know, it's one of the reasons people go to McDonald's, they have the same experience. They get the same cheeseburger time and again. The fries taste the same. Why is that? It's because it's systematized. What What would it be like if you walked in there and the cash register girl said, you know, I think I know how to make fries. I've done it a few times before, like a month ago for this one person that came in. But then, you know, really I should be running the cash register. That happens a lot in real estate, and it causes you to have not enough time, feel busy like all the time. Um, but you're not following a system. So that's one. Secondly is, and possibly even more important than that, is that it gives your clients and prospects a way better experience. They have confidence that you know what you're doing and in what order. Okay, So I think it will bring you peace. And I, I think to, agents too many times have different rules for different people in different situations, and that can be very stressful. They don't even realize they're doing it sometimes. So just systematize everything. I remember when I was learning how to drive, My this is part of where my original systems brain came from, I think. My dad said, when you come to a stop sign, always count to three. And I thought, well, what's up with that? Would, who cares? Because then if you always do it the same way every single time and there's a cop behind you one day who accuses you of a rolling stop, you'll know there's no way that happened. I count to three every time I come to a stop sign, right? So it's that um, standardization of your business that allows you to do more of it, if that makes sense.
1: Well, it takes the stress away. That's what I'm hearing you describe, right?
2: Yeah. For you and the client.
1: (laughs) Right. It it removes the stress. It makes it so that every time you have a listing opportunity, you're not worrying about what to do and how to do it. It's just a simple, predictable process that you follow. Um, And your ultimate version of how this is going to work, guys, and then we're going to get to seven points, is that when you're hearing Julie talk about these points, Make sure you envision having, like, for example, when we're talking about the pre-listing pack, when we're talking about the seller pre-qualification form, when we're talking about the listing presentation, the complete home selling guide, all these things, right? Envision a literal file cabinet with all these things already done so that when you get that listing lead, You know, the ultimate version is you get the phone call, you're, you know, let's say it's a buyer, comes in as a buyer lead, turns out they have a house to sell. On your desk, you literally have a stack of these listing prequalification forms. There's, you know, it's what you get part of Real Estate Coaching Essentials, asks all the right questions in the right order. And then what happens is you fill that out. Then you set the appointment. You follow the scripts. You do everything you're supposed to do. And then you literally go over to your file cabinet. You literally grab a pre-listing pack. You drop it in an envelope. You get it you know, mailed or couriered over to the seller. And then you follow the process from there. When you have a system like that, guys, what happens is listing the house becomes a second nature as brushing your teeth. You know, it just becomes what you do opposed to this big stressful event you know, that you have to prepare two weeks for. And when you get beyond the idea that a listing of a house is something that's special or exceptional and you get your mindset to the point, well, this is just what I do. I do it all day. This is, this is normal for me. Then what happens is you'll stop uh, driving past that for sale by owner, right? Or you'll stop resisting letting people know at that party you're going to this weekend that you're an agent. You'll start letting more folks know that you're here to help them sell their house because you know you have a system in place that works. So that's where you can get, and that's a mindset point, It, it basically being prepared. Julie, what are the proper previous planning? What's Prevents the whole thing? pitifully poor
2: performance. Yeah.
1: There you go. So what we're trying to do is help you actually have predictable, powerful performance opposed to predictably pathetic performance from not being exactly. prepared. <laughs> 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 that was pretty good one. Nah, it? that was good. You remember. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, well, but right, it's, but jump it's, jump right it's right. absolutely
2: Julie. true. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So point number one. Most importantly, because if you don't do this, points two through seven are irrelevant. Generate the listing lead. Now, that can be through prospecting or marketing or both. Most businesses are prospecting-based, marketing-enhanced, or marketing-based, prospecting-enhanced. doesn't matter. Generate the lead in the first place. We could talk on about that, but that's the first point. So that leads to, logically, point number two in our system. Urgently follow up on the lead and set the appointment. Remember, I said urgently follow up on the lead and set the appointment. Urgency equals abundance. The faster you're on top of leads, the more likely they are to convert because you're answering their questions at the time they asked them. That in itself could be a coaching program. <laughs> okay, so right. urgently lead up. I'm sorry, follow up on the lead. Not when you find the napkin you wrote it on next week stuffed in your purse. Urgently follow up on the lead. Doesn't matter what type of lead. Follow up, set the appointment. Okay. Now you've got the appointment. Moving on to number three. Pre-qualify the lead for motivation, time frame, price, and if you're competing. So how do you do that? That's a lot to remember in one little section of the system. Well, you use pre-qualification scripts. Use the same script every time, even if it's your best friend's listing. Pre-qualify the lead for motivation. What's causing them to want to make a move? Okay, so why do we do that? Note to self, the lower the motivation is, the higher they'll want you to price it. The higher the price, the harder it is to sell, which signs you up for a volatile relationship from the beginning. The higher the motivation, the lower the price. Go ahead.
1: Let's give them something practical, right? So Mm -hmm. um, let's do a have to versus a want to. This is good core stuff that all of us – you know, it's funny, the, the worst agents at qualifying for motivation are the higher-end agents. Absolutely,
2: positively absolutely. true. yeah.
1: Yeah, because they're intimidated or or because they're not very effective at basically. The sellers are more savvy, more cagey, and they don't want the listing agents to know what their motivation is. I mean, these are all the types of, you know, psychological things that you guys have to work through. But here, here's a thought for you. So a have-to versus a want-to seller. Write this stuff down. It is absolutely critical. A have-to-sell seller is someone that hey, guess what, has to sell. And when you ask them the question, by the way, Mr. Seller, do you have to sell this house or do you want to sell this house? They will tell you that they have to sell. So it would be a job relocation. It would be, um, you know, some sort of financial thing. It would be, you know, maybe they inherited the house and they're out of town. Maybe it would be you can go down the list. It's long of all the reasons that someone has to sell. And those of you who are already successful listing agents, and I know a lot of you are, look at your closed boards. Look at your dry erase board right now, especially if you're one of our coaching clients. You have all your listings and all your closings and everything on a dry erase boards. Look at the last, say, 10 sellers that you've been successful selling. I bet you every single one of those guys had to sell. When you go through it in your mind, maybe it was someone who was in contract on new construction and they had to sell their old house because they needed the money out of it. Maybe it was somebody who got a new job and they had to relocate out of town. You guys, if, you, if you're new in the business, remember we told you this. Focus on the sellers that absolutely positively have to sell versus the ones that will say, literally, I just want to sell it if I can get my price. That's the type of thing that they'll say. Or, like, you know as someone has to sell, again, using our questions when they already know where they're going next or they, you know, they want to build a new house and that's a decision that they've already, they're already comfortable making or they've already made. They've already signed the contract. The folks that will tell you, well, you know, again, if we can get our price or, you know, we're looking in North Carolina or whatever, and if we can find something great, if not, okay. Or if it's not, you know, if we don't sell it, and this is a problem, again, with a lot of upper-end sellers, they don't have to sell it because they don't need the money. They've got money other places to do other things, so they don't really care. But, you know, you know what, if I don't sell it, if we don't get our price, whatever, we'll just rent it, those types of things. Ask the questions that are on the seller survey, on the seller prequalification form, and really know what you're dealing with before you actually go on the appointment. It will be very powerful for you to have that information. Imagine that, guys. You never walk into another listing appointment again without knowing why the seller is selling. Okay, Without knowing what their motivation is, how much more advantage would that give you on a listing presentation? If you're competing and the other agents don't know that, you have an automatic, epic advantage over over them. And sometimes, like I said, the sellers are going to be cagey. Well, you know, I'm not really sure. Or we don't want to know. We don't want to say. Sometimes we we'll even, you know, come out and tell you that. And then you can say, again, using our questions, Mr. Seller, I appreciate the fact um, – that you, you know, want to keep that information to yourself. But if I were to bring by a buyer, let's say, you know, I have the property listed, I bring by a buyer on the first day that wants to buy it and close in the next 30 to 60 days, is that going to create a problem for you? I mean, I don't want to make you guys homeless, and you could make it funny and say, like, well, I've got a spare room in my basement, I suppose you guys could live there, you know, kind of break the tension. Mm -hmm. And then they'll tell you. Then you'll actually get the information that they are originally trying to keep to themselves. They'll come out and tell you, well, you know what, we are we just took a job transfer, we're downsizing, we've already got a condo or whatever. Really critical is the bottom line to know what their motivation is prior to going on the appointment. That is a sin that almost every one of you listening right now commit. You do not know the seller's motivation until you get to the house. Huge disadvantage to you. Totally. Um, yeah, Jules. Yeah. It,
2: well, it's malpractice to me. I mean, It'd be like going into a doctor, and the doctor knows how to do, like, you know, three or four surgeries. And he's like, well, you look like you need this without asking you any questions. Really? Would you just, you know, get up on the operation table and then let them knock you out? No. (laughs) So why is it we go to listings sometimes without asking these questions? It's malpractice. And and along that category in the pre-qualify, you know, we were talking about motivation, have to versus want to. Time frame, okay, they might be really motivated, but they don't care if it happens this year or next year. Price, you shouldn't go to a listing appointment without knowing what price the seller has in mind. Yeah, it's probably more than the price you've got from your CMA, but dig deeper. That's interesting. How did you arrive at that price? It's either out of arrogance or ignorance. Those are the only two choices of overpricing. What did it come from? If it's ignorance because their neighbor's house sold for that price and they don't realize that's a five-bedroom and theirs is a three and that it matters – Well, it's your job to educate them on the error of their ways, not just to bail on the appointment or to let them be overpriced. You also have to know whether you're competing or not. And when in doubt, just assume that you are. But it's better to know if you're competing and if so, against whom. So, for example, is it the person that sold them the house who's primarily a buyer's agent and has never actually listed anything, which you could find out from the MLS, might be good to know, is it their friend that they play bridge with every afternoon who might be willing to cut them a deal? It's better to find out before you go than when you're at the dining room table. So pre-qualify everyone all the time, 100% using a script, which incidentally is on our website for coaching clients. Okay, so point number four in our system So so far – You've generated the lead, you've followed up and set the appointment, you've pre-qualified them for motivation, time frame, price, and if you're competing. Now you're going to send your pre-listing package. Again, 100% of the time, even if it's a four-time repeat client, I don't care. Send your pre-listing package. Deliver it in person, use a courier, or deliver an email for some of you who are in resort markets and you can't just pop by and deliver it. So send your pre-listing package prior to the appointment. Tim, why is that so critical? I mean, some of these guys, i well, tell you what they're thinking. Some of them are going, well, nobody uses a pre-listing package in my market.
0: Hmm.
2: How do you know that? Right? You,
1: just, you said something a, couple, a second ago, Julie, which is really critical. Mm-hmm. Treat every seller, every appointment like you're competing. Yeah that's a really important point. Every single appointment even if it's with your mother, okay? You have to treat every single seller appointment the same. That way, as Julie's dad, when he was teaching her how to drive, say, count to three at a stop sign, it's the same thing. Why? Because you know you've done it consistently. So every time you go have a listing opportunity, it's the same questions in the same order. It's the same process happening at the same time. And you say the same thing when you're on these appointments. You don't change your listing appointment, guys. Listen to what we're saying based on the price. You don't change the listing appointment based on anything. It's the same. The same thing every single time. Now, if you're dealing with a lot of high-end sellers, as a lot of our coaching clients do, then, yeah, you probably, when you get to the marketing section of the presentation, you obviously are going to have, like what we did when we sold real estate, now, granted, this was forever ago, is when we go on an expensive seller appointment, our, our presentation materials were a little bit, well, they were classier looking than say the normal ones. But over time, we just started using that same classier presentation on every single appointment because we realized that there was no point in changing it. But what we did do differently consistently was if you were a seller over a million dollars, we did do, you know, your home brochures and all that were fancier, more expensive. That was the expectation. So, you know, the bottom line is, it's the same experience in, in every market, in every price range whether you're selling in downtown New York City in the most expensive places in the east side of Manhattan or whether you're selling in you know some beach place in Southern California, follow the same consistent system every single time. Ask every single question on the seller prequalification form. Go into these appointments. Basically, when you follow our system, you've sent the pre-listing pack. You've confirmed that they've received it. You know what the seller thinks the house is worth prior to going there. That's one of the questions, by the way. When you're calling and you're prequalifying the seller, you're going to get out of them what they think it's worth. You guys following us on all this, you see how the system is complete and comprehensive and makes it so when you walk into the appointment, probably nine times out of ten, the seller's going to have already made the decision to list with you. Even if you're a brand-new agent, that's how this works. It's that comprehensive. Julia, I actually forget your question.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> why it's so important to use a pre-listing package. Oh. I think you covered it. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I think I've beaten it, right? That, that, dog, that, yeah. that one's been beaten into the ground. Consistency. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I hear how I, when I teach it, I just say, okay, so don't do it. Be the only one who didn't send one. See how that works out for you. So, you know, if you want to cut to it. Okay, so point or system item number five you've sent your pre listing package now. Confirm the appointment and that they opened the pre listing package. So, why do you want to confirm? Well, guess what? You're competing from the first second you talk to somebody. If you're the only one who confirms and the only one who shows up on time and the only one who sent a pre-listing package, you basically have already won the listing unless you totally screw up the appointment. So confirm it and also confirm that they opened the pre-listing package and that they pulled out the most important things, which we don't have time to go into right this second, but those of you who are in coaching, there's a whole module on how to handle that. So confirm the appointment, confirm they opened the pre-listing package. All right, so now it's show time. Point number six in our seven-stage system, the listing presentation. Okay, so this also is a big can of worms, isn't it? Some agents wing it all the time, and they will tell you, I just plan on them hitting it off with me. I'm going to go in there, I'm going to get it off my personality. Well, that works until it doesn't. That's not going to work 100% of the time. Many of you guys will continue to operate this way. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Jules, hover there. Okay, so that mm-hmm. is what Julie just said is a really important point. Most of you, you guys are intimidated by some of these really grizzled veteran agents, but I'm here to tell you guys they're usually, and I hate to say this because we always get criticism when I say stuff like this, but it's true, they're usually the easiest ones to beat because they are counting on their personalities because they, you know, work it's worked so well so far. They don't really have mm-hmm. a presentation. So if you – it's true, right? So if you – are an a new or medium-grade agent, let's say, and you're going into an appointment and you're competing against the biggest big dog in town, you know, I don't care who or he or she is, but you follow our presentation, the seller is going to immediately see a difference in you versus the other agent. Now, the other agent might put on a better cat and monkey show. They might be one of the most, you know, likable, gregorious, demonstrative, beautiful people you've ever met. But in the seller's mind, they're going to see how you took the time, you asked questions, you were catering your listing presentation to the seller's specific needs, because that's what we teach you guys to do as part of this coaching program. It's not just a one. When you go on a seller's listing appointment, guys, when you meet with a seller, you don't just jump into your cat and monkey show and just go through it. That is a huge mistake. You have to ask the seller what it is that they're most uh, – what's most critical to them, what their specifically interested in having satisfied what the objection is in their their mind what is important to them uh, when hiring when choosing the agent to hire uh, for the job of selling their home you ask them that question and then you cater your presentation to those sellers coaching clients this is a really critical part of real estate coaching essentials it's called the sharpie close make sure you guys are using it the sharpie close it is so incredibly powerful and by the way if you followed the process up to this point, if you've done everything we've asked you to do, set the appointment, pre-qualify the seller, uh, asking all the questions on the pre-qualification form, sending the pre-listing pack, consider, uh, calling to confirm that they've received it. When you show up to the seller's house, following the listing process, you know, walking around the house with the recorder, doing everything that we ask you guys to do, you will get the listing. Even as a brand new agent, I'm going to you know, I don't know you individually, but it's been my observation, my personal experience, that you'll get it eight or nine times out of ten, even if you're experienced, even if you're competing against a really experienced agent. Okay? That's a bold statement isn't it but it's true because chances are they are taking that appointment for granted they have not asked the questions that you've asked they're they don't have a pre-listing pack like you have they're not satisfying the sellers concerns like you are the experience that they're going to have with you the sellers is that you listened you cared you were not just blathering on about yourself and all your awards. that you were here to help them and be of service that is the power of having a professional approach when you're selling real estate Does that make sense jules
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the highest and best use of your skill. That's why we're being very detailed about the system. This is showtime. So to wing it and not take it seriously kind of shows a serious lack of professionalism in our opinion as coaches and people who want to uh, help you make a lot of money in less time. So number seven, after the listing presentation, you're either going to celebrate your new listing or follow up until they're yours. Send a thank you card either way. So this I should have had point maybe six and a half, which is make sure you close. Some of you guys have actually gotten it together at a high level on all of our previous parts here of the system, except you forget to close. You're afraid to ask for the business, and you find yourself walking out the door, I'll follow up, I'll get back with you, whatever. No, ABC, always be closing. They expect you to. It's actually, you know, this, of course, assumes that you're in front of a motivated seller, but the motivated sellers, they think it's kind of weird when you don't close. It's awkward for them. It may be more comfortable for you, but it's really awkward for them. So ask for the business. If you have to find yourself following up, follow up until you find out they listed with someone else, they're listing with you, or they're never going to list. Don't just give up. I wonder how many so listings, let, uh, are, listings are out there right now waiting for somebody to close them. Go ahead.
1: You know the, the whole the whole word closing and sales though that really is a very controversial thing. You know because people, especially mm-hmm. folks that are inexperienced with like our system, they think that w- what you're telling them is to put the sellers in a cellar and waterboard them until they sign the contract. <laughs> That's not what we're yeah. saying. So it's important you guys understand that the the seller will essentially close themselves if you follow the entire process, because the entire process from the second you talk with them is closing them on hiring you. So there's not going to be this con- big contentious point where they're basically not uh, where you're having to you know, trick them into signing anything or do anything. or There's no voodoo and witchcraft necessary. Mm-mm. Really what it comes down to is a closing is a natural ending to a great presentation. That's all it is. And your presentation started the second you talk with them. So at the point where it's time to get the paperwork out of the way, Mr. Seller, so we can get started on getting your house sold today, when you're at that point, it just feels organic. It's, it feels perfect. It's peaceful. There's no stress. If there's stress, when you're asking sellers to sign the contract, or, as most of you are guilty of this, if you're actually not asking the seller to sign the contract because you're afraid that they're going to say no to you, you've got to realize that you're just not doing it right. You can do this so that it's easy, it's simple, it's elegant. And then you'll start taking more listings. Again, this goes back to the confidence thing. If you know you have a proven process, if you know what you're going to say and how you're going to say it and when you're going to say it, and if you know everything that you're going to do works, You will be so motivated to get in front of as many sellers as possible, as frequently as possible, and you will have absolutely no fear. You would feel if you had that mindset. Guys, you can have it. It's all about basically getting your acts together, getting organized, and essentially following the system. Julia, am I overstating this?
2: No, I mean it is – the system itself sounds complicated until you deploy all of these things. You know, if you don't have a pre-listing package, this is going to be stressing you out. But once you have it done and once you're used to confirming the appointment and you've got a really great listing presentation that's been proven, it really is easy. And you'll be amazed at how much more business you can handle – and then we'll move you into how to manage all of that listing inventory you have because that's the next thing. I've never had this many listings before. How do I handle all these people? Well, that's some pretty fun coaching for all of us here. So, we want to get you there, but you're not going to get to that magic listing inventory if you don't systematize it. So, I don't think I don't think we're being too hard on them. I think, you know, if you look at each of these points, listings are lost every day by, you know, screwing up the follow-up, by not pre-qualifying and being in front of somebody that's really not going to list with you or anybody else, you know, by not sending your pre-listing package or you send one, but it's not very good because it's the same one everybody else in your company uses, you know, um, not confirming the appointment and making sure they opened your pre-listing appointment, not having a real listing presentation. You know, if, if you have deficiencies in one or more of these areas, that's where the work needs to happen. And if you don't have a coach helping you do that faster, more efficiently, and using proven methods, you are hurting your income by not getting serious about that. I mean, that's just the bottom line, and that's why we spent today's podcast on this.
1: You know what's cool, Julie, about when even if, it, like, I had a coaching call this morning with somebody who was, I think she's got 23 listings pending. Actually, it was a mm-hmm. guy, now I remember. It was 23 listings pending, you know, like, 18 active listings, you know, making hundreds of thousands of dollars in first quarter, probably going to make something like $1.3 million in commission this year, runs a very profitable business, probably 80% of it goes to profit, right? This is how we generally Mm -hmm. get all of our coaching clients to – all right, so – but here's the amazing thing. I was going over something very similar to what the radio topic was today, what a lot of you guys would call core level competency education training stuff. And just at our 30-minute call, we found like 14 things that they weren't doing correctly. Oh, I forgot to ask that question. Oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, I forgot this. I forgot to do that. And and their, in their... Uh, their conversion rate on listing appointments was still really high. Obviously, this is a very successful listing agent. But they realized that just by adding these tiny little, you know, changes, getting, becoming that much more professional, that much more smooth and polished, they actually will take more listings. But more importantly, it will remove the stress because they know they're following a consistent system. You guys can do the same thing. It's not that difficult. You know, it isn't. This is fun. This is how you actually make the real estate business fun, exciting. And then you start seeing, you know, this is the other thing. When you have this mindset, you know, you guys without this mindset, what you're doing is you're struggling to find leads, right? You think that sellers are hard to come by, but when you have the mindset, when you realize you have something that you're excited about, your presentation, your whole process, right? You will see sellers everywhere. You will find them everywhere. You'll be in conversations, and you'll realize that there is nothing but abundance around you, and you are the one that was not welcoming that in. But now, if you get that enthusiasm, if you get the excitement, if you have the system, if you know what you're doing, you don't even have to be 100 percent confident at it when you follow our system did you just get it down like 75 or 85 percent maybe i shouldn't say that you will have a brilliant ratio from appointments to listings you take guys come on come on it's time for you to actually take action on this you've been listening to us for years you know you know what we say works so why don't you do something to make it so you can get reap the benefits of the effort that probably a lot of you are already putting in um Two ways you can do it. Obviously, if you want to get into real estate coaching essentials, uh, just email me directly or go to agentmillions.com. Or if you guys want to talk about one of our private coaching programs, those are available as well, just email Julie or myself directly, tim at com or julie at com. In the meantime, guys, please celebrate the fact that you are in the right place at the right time. Celebrate the fact that we are, and listen to my interview that I did the other day with uh, Jonathan Smoke from realtor.com, the chief economist. We are absolutely positively in a long-term real estate boom. It's not going to be like a little four-year thing. It's going to be like a 15-year thing. So make the most of it. Make this your market. Make it so that every single thing that you ever dreamed of experiencing, owning, having, thinking, feeling in your life comes as a result of you taking the right actions to be of service to others right now, right? So if you need us for anything, you know how to get hold of us. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.